Perik Aleph, Mishnah Yud Aleph. This Mishnah discusses the topic that's related to the topic of the previous Mishnah. And that is, our Mishnah discusses the halachic difference between Mishkan and Shiloh versus the base of Migdash, that of course was located in Yerushalayim. We learned in the previous Mishnah how prior to the construction of the base of Migdash, by Shlomo Melach, we set up a Mishkan in different locations over different periods of time. And at one point, the Mishkan was set up in the city of Shiloh, lasted there for 369 years. A Mishkan Shiloh was similar to both the Mishkan and the Midbar, as well as the base of Migdash of Yerushalayim, in that throughout the period of Mishkan Shiloh, it was strictly forbidden to bring Karbanas anywhere but in Mishkan Shiloh. One could not bring a Karban on a personal Bama. Now, one halacha that's tied to the Mishkan or Beis Migdash is the issue of where a person can take and eat sacred food. And specifically, the Mishnah will mention Yikachim Kalim, there's meat from the category of Karbanos considered to be on a lower level of sanctity. That would include meat from Karban Shlamim, or Karban Bukhar, Karban Meiser, Karban Pesach, and the Mishnah will also mention the Meiser Shani produce that one designated as, as the second tithe. Regarding these two types of sacred food, the Pasik states that they have to be eaten only Lifnei Hashem. Before Hashem, and that expression Lifnei Hashem, is understood to be a reference to the base of Migdash. In other words, these things, the Kachim Kalim and the Meiser Shani, don't have to be eaten within the actual courtyard of the base of Migdash but they have to be eaten within the vicinity of the Beis HaMikdash or Mishkan. And our Mishnah will discuss what this means specifically in the time of Mishkan Shiloh versus the time of the Beis HaMikdash. The Mishnah will also mention a more sacred type of holy food, and that is the Kachik Kachim, meat from carbon of a higher status of Kedusha, for example, carbon Chatis or carbon Asham. A meat of this category, the Torah says, can only be eaten in the Ohel Moed, in the Azara area of the Beis Migdash or Mishkan. The Mishnah teaches that regarding how the first halacha practically plays out, where a person can have Kachikalim and Meiser Shani, there was a difference between how it worked in the time of Mishkan Shiloh versus the time of the Beis Migdash in Yerushalayim. As the Mishnah says, Ein bein Shiloh the Yerushalayim. Here's the difference between how it worked in the time of Mishkan Shiloh versus how it worked in the time of the Beis Migdash in Yerushalayim. During the time of Mishkan Shiloh, practically speaking, a person would be permitted to partake of a Kachim Kalim, so for example, some meat of a Karm Bukhar, a Karm Meiser, a Karm Shlamim. He could eat that as well as a food of Meiser Shani. Any location where he was able to see the Mishkan of Shiloh. Whereas in Yerushalayim, Lifnim in in the time of the base of Migdash in Yerushalayim, person could only partake of the Kachim Kalim. And Maestro Shani, he was within the actual walls of Yerushalayim. The Mishnah then says, Vikan Vikan, Kachim Kachim Nechalim, Lifnim in But both here and here, Mishkan Shiloh and base of Migdash Yerushalayim, the meat of Kachim Kachim, meat of, let's say, Chatas or Rasham, had to be eaten within, literally, the curtains, meaning the courtyard area of the Beis Migdash or Mishkan. 
It's referred to as Mina Kalayim because in the Mishkan of the Midbar, the courtyard area was surrounded by literal curtains. The Mishnah mentions another distinction between Shiloh and Yerushalayim, and that is the Kedusha Shiloh, Yesh Achre Heter, whereas when it came to Mishkan Shiloh, there was a permit after the end of Mishkan Shiloh, when it was destroyed by the Pelishtim, to once again bring Karbanos on Bamos. You could set up your own personal altar and bring a carbon. This status returned upon the destruction of Mishkan Shiloh, when there was a more of a makeshift Mishkan in Nov and then Givon. Bamos were permitted again. This was not the case as regards the base of Migdash of Yerushalayim, and that once the base of Migdash of Yerushalayim was destroyed, whether the first time or second time, the permit to bring Karbanos on Bamos was not reinstated. Essentially, once the base of Migdash was built, Bamos became forever forbidden. For the Pasuk refers to the base of Migdash as a Nachala, as an inheritance. And it says in Tehillim and Achalasol, Yazov, Hashem shall not forsake his inheritance. So we learn from here that the Kedusha of the base of Migdash is forever in the sense that once a base of Migdash was built, never again would it be appropriate to bring a carbon anywhere but the area of the base of Migdash. So if you can't practically bring a carbon at the base of Migdash, you can't bring one anywhere.